0: What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome! I'm to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud, and this is another episode of Damn Internet. You scary.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy
0: Thanksgiving. One of Thanksgiving. the most
1: problematic holidays <laughs> in the in in our history, but uh, at least it you know get to get together with some family. Yeah. Eat more some food. You know. What's 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 the plots? I mean, obviously it's not Thanksgiving for us yet. But, yeah. Uh, what's the what's the Thanksgiving plots?
0: Um, man, we're just gonna chill, chill with the family, you know, family and some friends. I think we we'll are going to celebrate it the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. going so chill. I really just wanna, like, just self isolate at the crib, not do anything. I'm counseling. Um, uh, zooming with the homies of course. on Friday, um, Thursday. Um. Yeah, man, just want to chill, bro. Looking forward to taking this, this weekend off. This will be a four-day weekend for me. I typically don't get a whole lot of those, so. That's dope. Yeah.
1: Are you guys cooking or catering?
0: Um, I think we're going to do, like, a Friendsgiving, so we're going to do, like, okay. everybody bring a dish type thing. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It should be a lot of fun. Looking
1: that's forward to it. That's dope. Yeah, we uh, we haven't cooked in a couple years. We just started catering it, so I wonder how it's uh, going to work oh, with uh, the family? COVID. Yeah, I wonder okay. how it's going to work with that. It's funny because, like, my parents are a little older, so when i since i was like going out of town and on set so much they literally told me that i would have to facetime in <laughs> and they would just put my food on the outside of the door and i would just like take a plate and then facetime in yeah. but it's, it's it's all good i got all the testing done and i'm good so i was, I was a little worried about that but it should be no okay.
0: wait wait they obviously don't follow you on instagram
1: then who your parents no they do they watch everything.
0: Cause they 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 would see that you still be having people over the house though.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they said you're not coming for Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but you know, I made sure to get. Uh, I got a test. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna get another one uh, by that time too. Okay, just
0: make sure. I'm just saying. Cause if they follow this nigga, think we dumb. We see you.
1: <laughs> you kicking it over there,
0: ladies. But you know, playing the arcade game, all of that. You having a great time, huh, Patrick?
1: So wait, what um. Just to get this off of me, what song are we? What songs are we doing? Is there a Thanksgiving genre? We don't have the Scary Squad live with us. Today. Yeah, it's I don't I
0: don't know if there's a
1: a Thanksgiving genre. I don't know if we could really what what kind of music is played? Is there like do you guys do holiday music or is it just music? No, we just play chill like neo chill soul music.
0: stuff on on Thanksgiving. You know, stuff that just get people to kind of sing along to, it. but it's not too hype because you don't want people doing the most. Just want them having a good time. Everybody just mellowed out. You know what I'm saying?
1: Thanksgiving. Okay, let's do that. Let's do a let's do a Neo Soul Thanksgiving. Song. Okay. <laughs> uh Since that's what's happening. Very in specific the, and in the more in the Moore family.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we live life.
1: Okay. Um What do you want to do? I'm trying
0: to think of a good song to just just kind of rip off of. <laughs> just rip off. Because <laughs> like you can't really just just go into a hot with that. Uh-huh.
2: Um Badu, common. Mm.
1: Happy Thanksgiving everybody. Make sure you cut that turkey up. Make sure you get that mac and cheese nice and wet. Stir it ever so, ever so slowly.
2: Don't be too, don't be too weird because your family's there. Hey. Gravy, 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 gravy. Damn internet, you so damn scary like my lady. Sit down with the fam. Have a little bit of turkey and ham. And if your girl is there, make sure you getting them yams. Yeah. Boom. What's the dressing? Why you stressing? Hey, mashed potatoes. Save it for later. Hey, my aunt getting drunk. She over there getting drunk. Now everybody's arguing. Damn internet! You scary, scary, scary. Damn internet, you scary, scary, scary! Boom, boom, all the family, boom, all the families boom, boom, in here, boom, 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 boom. And now boom, the internet boom, boom, just boom, went out.
1: I <laughs> I don't know where it was going. It got a little gospel-y. <laughs> I started singing like a uh, old woman, <laughs> but it was rhyming. I was so. rocking like this. I was
0: like, okay, sugar. Okay. Dude, you're showing your little skin, but, but you're and tapping and stuff. That is,
1: uh, that's something I stole from Jill Scott, I guess. <laughs> In another life. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, our show today is just about as random as that. We oh. got a, uh, we have a couple of stories for you. It's yeah. story time. Um, just to just to make you guys feel better about your um your Thanksgivings, no matter if it's if it's going well or if it's a disaster. Uh, we got a couple of disaster funny stories for you. It's um, unbelievable
0: stuff that you would just would not. Yeah, just not that, believe it all. Just
1: we have a story that's so ridiculous; it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving, nothing at all. But we I just have had, to read it to you. I, uh,
0: listen, when, when I get to this, it's uh, before we jump into that because yeah. it, it's so extreme. We have to life. like it. Just embrace, you it's know the the you know. Uh, so what, what's your favorite meal? What's your favorite
1: meal during the holidays? Like, what do you? you know? Um, I'm transitioning away from ham. I used to have ham every single holiday, and I, I can't. I'm not gonna do it this year. Yeah, no more honey baked. I, I I'm I'm pretty basic. I like the turkey greens dressing. Mm-hmm. As long as I have that with Hawaiian uh, king rolls, yeah, so I can have. Uh, Thanksgiving sandwiches after. I'm always oh, yeah. thinking about the, sandwich. the sandwiches after. The next the day, be, it'd be clutch with the food, mm-hmm. man. When they had
0: the time to kind of sit in them juices and all. The like, leftover sandwiches
1: oh are more exciting because the plate, you know what the plate's going to be. Yeah, you know? the plate's
0: going to be. It's going to be, you're going gonna to overeat. You know, you're know going to feel like shit afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, li- I'm really looking forward to chilling with the family and the friends. Mm-hmm. And, and just so we're clear, we celebrate Indigenous Day, everybody. I mean, Thanksgiving is the lamest terms of of it, but we are trying to be a more productive and proactive society. We are trying to be more sensitive and more aware of what really happened with history. So because of that, Indigenous Day is what we celebrate. So if we slip and say
1: Thanksgiving, it's just a force of (sighs) habit. I can't believe um, grown teachers were telling us about this dinner that happened with the Native Americans. Grown teachers, I feel some type of way. They had me dressed up as a pilgrim and do a little play. Ah, it's it's dirty. funny that
0: you mentioned teachers and uh we, we're gonna get we're gonna get into that very okay, shortly. That. Uh but um really quickly my, my favorite meal during an indigenous day is probably the mac and cheese yeah. and ribs. Huh? And and
1: ribs. You guys have Thanksgiving ribs? Every year? Yeah.
0: Every year. If I don't barbecue them, we get them because uh, uh, I think Boston Market still serves them too. Is this a thing? Do you guys know anybody else who does this? Well, here's the thing: if Boston Market is selling it, that means other people are buying it, so it's not just me. I'm not buying up the whole bulk of ribs from Boston Market. So, it has- I've
1: never seen ribs on a Thanksgiving table ever. Wow. Yeah, people in the South, like Texas, I think, have barbecue year round, bro. Yeah. Is the is the turkey barbecued?
0: No, 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 is good oh. regular. But you can you could you could get the the turkey deep fried if you want. I'd be down for
1: barbecue turkey actually. Is, is that a, I don't think I've ever had turkey barbecued. Have you? Oh,
0: yeah, I've never definitely never had it. I didn't even know how you would do it. Like does turkey go with
1: barbecue sauce?
0: Anything goes with barbecue sauce. Okay. Anything. You understand me? I will put barbecue sauce on any piece of meat. Do turkeys have ribs? Everything has,
1: I mean, yeah, they you have a die. rib cage. No, but I mean, have you ever had turkey ribs?
0: No, 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 no. That, it's not enough meat around that. You gotta have enough meat around that to to really get that. That's why it's on hmm. the beef and pork ribs, like that.
1: Yeah, I guess turkey ribs are actually a shoulder cut of turkey meat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've never, I've, I've just heard about that. I've never really seen uh, turkey meat, I mean turkey ribs.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot of food. Um, that everybody looks forward to, mm-hmm. um, but one thing I want to encourage people to do is try something different. I right? mm-hmm. invite if, you, if you're doing a friendsgiving, invite people who are going to bring different food. Invite people who are maybe going to bring something that you never had before, right. or maybe you never had it prepared that way. Mm-hmm. You know, expand your palate, and that's what our first sponsor is all about. Shout out to Baksu, Baksu. Uh, They sent an amazing, amazing snack box to my Mm -hmm. house, and I was able to try out so many new snacks. And I've been to Japan before, Mm -hmm. and I've never tried any of these. I had this um, little, like a it was like a red bean donut. Mm, The two two ones, yeah. Oh, I had all of them. Then the 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 like the little spicy uh, sticks, and then there was the. I can't even remember everything because I couldn't pronounce a lot of it because it was literally I, in Japanese, but it was
1: so <laughs> good. I love the suit box. We had, um, I, I believe our theme was the seasons. Yes. And um, because of that, they gave us some snacks that were only available at, at certain, in either in certain parts of uh, Japan only. Like mm-hmm. my favorite was, there was a cookie that had uh, it had like an apple in it but those apples were native to Japan so oh, it was work. like a completely and the cookie was like super soft there was like these wasabi crackers that I love yes loved. so so good i actually uh, ended up doing an unboxing on my uh, my youtube channel if you want to check that out cuz i was so into those snacks um but yeah my 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 top favorites was definitely the apple cookie the, those like wasabi uh, packets mm-hmm. And then um, I believe there was Like a Like a like this seaweed one Like these yes. seaweed crunches Yeah ones. yeah yeah, 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 really yeah. Good. I know exactly
0: what we are talking about So I mm-hmm. I told my family I was gonna uh, You know Check it out And then, you know They could go through and, and pick out a couple things That they like mm-hmm. They went through the entire box Oh did they eat all of it? They saved me One of everything uh, But they ate the entire
1: box
2: uh, Oof
0: because they're, they're creeps. That's, you can't you
1: can't just go outside your house and get that stuff too. That came from Japan.
0: Exactly. Traveling is the best way to experience Japan. Boxu is the second best way.
2: Mm-hmm. Boxu
0: is authentic Japanese monthly snacks box delivered to your door. Okay. They partner with all one uh, hundred year old family snack makers to deliver fresh Japanese exclusive. I'm sorry. Japan exclusive snacks to your door. Every mm. box you purchase supports these small run family, uh, small family run businesses, and it helps keep their traditions alive. Each month, experience a different side of Japan from flavors, pairings, and festivals to uh, prefectures of holidays, and they carefully curate the most authentic snacks and teas. That was another thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely had teas in the box as well. I didn't try the tea yet. Oh yeah, yeah, we got the tea on deck, my boy. Um and teas to experience a taste of real Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, uh, you typically get between twenty and twenty-five premium sweets, mm. uh, treats and teas curated from around the world. Um, they usually have a fun cultural theme every month. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a sixteen page cultural guide magazine that details each product's origin, the flavors, and the common allergies. That was crazy interesting. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, that, that, that literally showed you what part of Japan each snack came from literally the 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 company that made it and how long they've been doing it. And the the thing that we really enjoyed was like the breakdown of like what flavor you're about to get with this. You know, like just in case what allergies or what like things are in there. Like like we really broke it down yeah a
0: little bit. Um and clues member only offers that range from discounts on Boxu's online marketplace to access a Japanese language learning app. Boxu is a real community. And your box ships out directly from Japan um, and you get authentic Japanese snacks today. Mm. All you have to do is go to boxu.com. That is B-O-K-K-S-U.com, and experience the taste of Japan. Mm-hmm. If you sign up for the mailing list, you'll get five dollars off too. Again, oh, that is B-O-C. That. I'm sorry, B-O-K-K-S-U.com. Boxu.com. B-O-K-K-S-U.com Baksu. and check them out today. Boxu.
1: Yeah, it is. I'm actually uh Excited for my December box because uh, I went through that box so fast, <laughs> and then I was just like, "All right, well." They literally did it like back a back to day. American snacks. Yo, so <laughs> guys, listen. Um,
0: typically, typically we 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 tell you about a story, ah. and um, we we give you the highlights of it. Mm-hmm. This story is so crazy. I, I just have to read it, just guys. Just hear the whole thing. You just have to hear the whole thing, because it's, it's literally, like, it's almost like um, Abducted in Plain Sight, how you watch it, and you was like, what? No. Yes. No. And then, what? No, it no way. It keeps getting weirder and yes. wilder. Okay, so here we go, guys. The, this The title of this article, it's a BBC oh News article. It's called, I was a teacher for 17 years But I couldn't read or write. I'm going to let let you sit with that for a second. Process
1: that. I didn't know it was 17. I thought it was seven.
0: I was a teacher for 17 years. (laughs) I thought it was seven. (laughs) But I couldn't read or write. Okay. John Corcoran grew up in New Mexico in the U.S. during the 1940s and 50s. He's a white guy. Don't do us like that. One of the six siblings. One of six siblings. He graduated from high school, went to university, became a teacher in the 1960s. He held a job for 17 years. But as he explains here, he hid an extraordinary secret. Gargantuan. That's pretty extraordinary. Astronomical. When I was a child, I was told by my parents that I was a winner. And for the first six years of my life, I believed what my parents told me. Off to a great start. I was late in talking. But I went off to school with high hopes of learning to read like my sisters. And for the first year, things were fine because there weren't many demands of us other than standing in right lines, sitting down, keeping our mouths shut, and going to the bathroom on time. And then in second grade, we were supposed to learn to read. But for me, it was like opening a Chinese newspaper and looking at it. I didn't understand what those lines were. And as a child of six, seven, eight years old, I didn't know how to articulate the problem. I, was remember, remember, I remember praying at night saying, Lord, please let me know how to read tomorrow when I get up. And works. sometimes I would get up even in the middle of the night, turn on the light and look at a book to see if I had got a miracle. But I didn't get that miracle. You're very right. That is not. That no one. Okay. Okay. Um, at school, I ended up in the dumb row with a bunch of other kids who were having a hard time learning to read. I didn't know how I got there. I didn't know how to get out, and I certainly didn't know what questions to ask. The teacher didn't call it the dumb row. There wasn't any cruelty or anything, but the kids called it the dumb row. and when you're in the dumb row, you start to think that you're dumb. At teacher conferences, my teacher told my parents, he's a smart boy, he'll get it, and then he moved me on to the third grade. He's a smart boy, he'll get it, and then he moved me on to the fourth grade. He's a smart boy, He'll get it. Then they move me on to the fifth grade. That's but our lazy
1: teachers—they weren't trying
0: to deal with that. That is—that is exactly what the the uh, no child left behind is. He was left behind. That's that's exactly what's it's happening. Like, they, the still next own, they still have that. They still have that to this day. Um, by the time I got to fifth grade, I had basically given up on myself in terms of reading. I got up every day, I got dressed, I went to school and I was going to war. I hated the classroom, it was a hostile environment and I had to find a way to survive. By the seventh grade, I was sitting in the principal office almost every day. I was in fights, I was defiant, I was a clown, I was a disruptor, I got expelled from school. But that behavior wasn't who I felt inside. It wasn't who I wanted to be. I wanted to be someone else. I had a desire to succeed. I wanted to be a good student, but I just couldn't do it. By the time I got to the eighth grade, I got tired of embarrassing myself and my family. I decided I was going to behave myself now. If you behave in high school, you can find a way through the system. So I was going to be a teacher's pet and do everything necessary to pass that system. Except? Read. Okay. Okay. I wanted to be an athlete. I have athletic skills, I had math skills, I could count money and make change before I even went to school, and I learned my timetables. I had social skills too. I ran around with college kids, I dated the valedictorian, the student with the highest grades who gives a speech at the graduation ceremony. We know what a valedictorian yeah, is, John. Okay. <laughs> we,
2: we're, we're reading this. We're,
0: we're reading this. We're obviously <laughs> reading this article. We we probably had encounters with a But but thank you, just in case somebody else didn't. I was homecoming king. I had people, mostly girls, do my homework for me. I could write my name, and there were some words that I could remember, but I couldn't write a sentence. I was in high school and reading at the second or third grade level, and I never told anybody that I couldn't read. When I was taking a test, I would look at someone else's paper or I'd pass my paper over to someone else and they'd answer the questions for me. It was fairly easy, amateur cheating. But but when I went off to college on a full athletic scholarship, it was different. I thought, oh my gosh, this this is way over my head. How am I gonna be able to get through this? I belong to a social fraternity who had copies of old exam papers. That was one way to cheat. I tried to take classes with partners who sometimes helped me through. There were professors who used the same text year after year, but I also had to resort to more creative and desperate things. Mm, That's a little forthcoming right there. One, or foreshadowing rather, one in one exam, the professor put four questions on the board. I was sitting in the back of the room, near the window, behind the older students. I had my blue book, and I painstakingly copied the four, and I painstakingly copied the four questions off the board. I didn't know what those questions said. I had arranged for a friend of mine to be outside the window. He was probably the smartest kid in school, but he was also shy. He'd asked me to fix him up with a girl by the name of Mary, who he wanted to go to the spring formal dance with. I passed my blue book out of the window to him, and he answered the questions for me. I had another blue exam book underneath my shirt and I took it out and pretended to write. He was pretending he was writing in the book while his homie was answering the questions outside of the window. I was praying that my friend was going to be able to get my book back to me and that he was going to get the answers right. I was so
1: desperate. I needed to pass courses. I was at risk. Checking with the audience. Um, I'm sure you've thought of it a couple of times. This is by any means not over yet. I, i'm sure you thought this what would be easier than maybe everything that he's doing
0: i have a i have a thought he could possibly tell somebody that he couldn't read
1: and maybe study right possibly all right keep all
0: right. going <sighs> okay that was another exam that i couldn't figure out how i was going to pass one night i went by the professor's office around midnight he wasn't there i opened the window with a knife and i went in like a cat burglar i had crossed the line now i wasn't just a student that was cheating. I was a criminal. I went inside. I looked around for the exam. It had to be in this office, but I couldn't find it. There was a file cabinet that was locked. It had to be in the file cabinet. I did the same thing two or three nights in a row looking for the exam, but I still couldn't find it. So one night, about one o'clock in the morning, I brought three friends with me, and we went into the office. We carried out a four- drawer file cabinet put it in a vehicle took it off campus to a college apartment i had arranged for a locksmith to come i put on my suit and tie and i pretended to be a young businessman who was leaving for los angeles the next day and the locksmith was saving my job by opening it he opened it he gave me a key and sure enough to my great relief there were more than 40 copies of the exam a multiple choice paper and then the top drawer of the cabinet Oh, in the top drawer of the cabinet. I took one copy back to my dormitory where a smart classmate made a cheat sheet with all the correct answers. That was a heist. It was a heist. He involved other people. They're accomplices. We carried the file cabinet back to at 5 o'clock in the morning. I was walking up to my room and thinking mission accomplished. I'm sorry, mission impossible accomplished. And I was feeling pretty good that I was so clever. But then I walked up the stairs, lay down on my bed and I started weeping like a baby. Why didn't I ask for help? Because I didn't believe that there was anybody out there who could teach me to read. This was my secret and I guarded that secret. My teachers and my parents told me that people with college degrees get better jobs. They have better lives. So that's what I believed. My motivation was just to get that piece of paper, maybe by osmosis, maybe by prayer, maybe by a miracle. I would one day learn to read so I graduated from college and when I graduated there was a teacher shortage and I was offered a job it was the most illogical thing you could imagine I got out of the lion's cage and then I got back in to talk the lying again (laughs) you you skated through school high school and college you did a b and e you cheated you're a criminal and you say you know what
1: I didn't risk enough. (laughs) This nigga is the Danny Ocean of Ignorance. This nigga literally put together a Ocean's Eleven to not only steal the answers, he involved his friends, they broke in, took the answers, he got a locksmith to open it, and he had the nerve to say successful mission. But guess what? At the end of all of that... You still cannot read, sir. You pass, You did all that to pass one test instead of sitting down and with a tutor. Now here's the thing, the system failed him. Yes. It, that was not his fault, okay? So we are not making fun of illiteracy. However, it is your responsibility to get your shit together, and then it really takes a turn when you decide to get into the field of teaching others. Keep going, sorry. <sighs>
0: Okay. Um, I don't, okay. Okay. Here we go. Why did I go into teaching? Looking back at it, it was crazy that I would do that. But I had been through high school and college without getting caught. So I thought being a teacher seemed like a good place to hide. Nobody suspects a teacher of not knowing how to read. That's very true. You, you just wouldn't, You wouldn't expect that of your doctor. You wouldn't expect it of a dentist. You're like, oh, yeah, he went to medical school. You're not even you looking have... for the signs. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I taught a lot of different things. I was an athletics coach. I taught social studies. I taught typing. I could copy type at 65 words per minute, but I didn't know what I was typing. He taught a typing class. I never wrote on a blackboard, and there was no printed word in my
1: classroom. We watched a lot of films we had a lot of discussions. <laughs> he brought in those TVs with the straps on them every day. That the substitute that don't care. This is what happens when you have them teachers that don't care. How are you gonna teach anybody else? That's keep going. Uh, you, you know what's crazy? It's like no no
0: one no one thought that something smelled fishy. Like
1: just 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 do the ad. But let's get back to this story. This this, okay. this guy should have shaved his pubes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what this you know what this teacher should have done? He should have shaved his, his pubes <laughs> And now he can thanks to manscape. I really just want to get it. <laughs> Winter is coming, you guys. Brace yourselves. Um, do we miss Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones uh, fans wrote this. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, you need to get your, 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 your situation down there together so you're not looking like a behemoth and um, now you can with the new Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. It's waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts, and even has a light to help you with your close shave down there in case you wanna shave your balls in the dark.
0: And Not only that, they also have the Weed Whacker, okay. ear and nose hair trimmer, which can help you whack those nasty weeks in those delicate holes. Mm. All right, this product has proprietary skin-safe technology to help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs. Um, they also have the performance package. This also includes the prop uh, preserver. This is like deodorant for your balls. Okay. I absolutely love the preserver. Um, they also have the crop reviver, which is like a toner for your balls. Just give them a little, little pep in your step when you're walking down the street. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and maybe you're on the other side of the wall. You don't know when you're going to take a, a a shower. You might be doing a lot of ripping and running all through the city, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about that. They have the crop mop, okay? These are ball wipes. All right? These work fantastic. I can okay. tell you I'm a big fan of the ball wipes. Ball this wipes. Is a quick, like, Go to the bathroom. Because, listen, sometimes we be filming, running all day. You still want to be fresh, all right? So mm-hmm. if you have smelly feet, the Manscaped can help you with that. They have the foot duster. Oh, It's nice. a little spray. You put that on your feet. The let deodorant. air, Then you put your sock on. Always let it air. All right? It is made to fight odors mm-hmm. when the feet are the dirtiest, okay? Want to um, smell good everywhere? Mm-hmm. Well, you can get the Refined Cologne by Manscaped. Let's it's go. a clean and fresh scent designed for the refined Gentlemen, and uh, on that. top of everything that they already don't have, they have this shared travel bag. You can carry all your goods in. I like and that. And they also come with the anti-chafing uh, boxer briefs on. I think I got the boxes on right now. Oh, uh, we, 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 we believe you. We believe you. Hold on, wait a second. Hold on, wait. Let me
1: find. It. Okay, there it is. Mascake. Is, is that? Is that it? Is so, that, so now you can is. get twenty percent off that's and free shipping. When you use the code D-I-Y-S at manscaped.com. Uh, yes, and during the winter, you may be spending some time inside with your balls, so you might as well make them beautiful. Was, I read that. So, again, <laughs> get 20% off and free shipping with the code D-I-Y-S
0: at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code D-I-Y-S, and be sure to join the Manscaped movement. These products, These products... A snow joke.
1: That was a callback to the Game of the Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah I
0: got it. Snow joke. Snow joke. Uh, All right. Going back. To the teach. Sorry, guys. We, just, we, we still have to do that, okay? <laughs> <sighs> okay. He just. Got I remember how fearful I was. I couldn't even take a role. I had to ask the students to pronounce their names so I could hear their names. And I always had two or three students who I identified early the ones who could read and write the best in the classroom to help me. They this were my teaching aides.
1: He could not do role.
0: They didn't suspect at all. You don't suspect the teacher. And you know what? You're abs- he's absolutely right. I remember being in class and thinking oh, I helped this teacher out, you know, mm-hmm. we're cool, whatever, boom, boom, boom. Right. Um, you feel special when a teacher asks you to help. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you're going to get favor, you're going to get grace with that teacher. Mm-hmm. They'll give you the hall pass when you need, they'll allow you to come
2: He was uh, really early. asking for help. It,
0: this, yeah, so you. <laughs> nobody would ever suspect. At this. And look at the picture. Look at this. Come on. You wouldn't suspect him. He just looks like, like he got out of the he's, army. He's a white man. He's a white man, that, you know. Racist, huh? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, you would think that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you just... uh, One of my biggest fears was a faculty meeting. We had them once a week, and the teachers would brainstorm, and the principal would call on someone to get those ideas on the board. I lived in fear that he would call on me. Every week I was ter- terrified, but I had a backup plan. If he called on me, I was gonna get out of my chair, take two steps, grab my chest, drop to the floor, and hope they called 911. Wow. Whatever it took not to get caught,
1: I never got a heart attack. Caught. So if he did that, you can't do it again. You can't run that back. Like, every time I ask him, he gets a heart attack.
2: Oh, man, his anxiety
1: is really kicking his 17
2: ass. 17 years, they never called on him?
1: His, I, I blame the, the school, too. That's, overall, the school is trash because they hired him and didn't catch him. I
0: understand getting to a point where you feel like you're so deep in over your head, you just got to ride it out. But this seems more than extreme. You literally, well, I can't say that. I was going to say you literally cannot function without i being able to read, but he's he proved that you can't.
1: But it seems like his life was incredibly stressful. And oh, he was my al- God. Can
0: you imagine the anxiousness he woke up with every day?
1: And he was already a teacher. Like, teachers have very stressful jobs when they know their shit. But it's like he let 17 years of kids <laughs> get bullshit education. Jumping right back in.
0: Sometimes I felt like a good teacher because I worked hard at it and I really cared about what I was doing. Nigga, how?
1: He was just offering then, the job. He had no teacher dreams. But then he says, <laughs> but I wasn't.
0: It was wrong. I didn't belong in the classroom. I was transparent. I was supposed to be there and sometimes, I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to be there and sometimes what I was doing made me physically sick, but I was trapped. I couldn't tell anybody. I got married while I was a teacher, Getting married is a sacrament. It's a it's a commitment to be truthful with another person. And this was the first time I thought, okay, I'm going to trust this person. I'm going to tell her.
1: How did he read his vows? It was a blank piece of paper. He was freestyling. <laughs> he just crumpled it. know, he, he did that thing where he was like, no, I'm, I'm just going just, just to just say what's on my heart. Uh we, we this is a receipt for Burger King. <laughs> we we there's colors on it. <laughs> Yo. Uh
0: okay. There we go. Okay, I'm going to trust this person. I'm going to tell her. I practice in front of the mirror. Kathy, I can't read.
1: Yeah, That's
0: all. <laughs> Kathy, I can't read but she didn't really i'm sorry i'm sorry let me jump i almost jumped over a sentence and one evening we were sitting on the couch and i said Kathy i can't read but she didn't really understand what i was saying she thought i was saying that i didn't read much cuz his his you know his plan was trash <laughs> love is blind and deaf so we got married, and we had a child, and years later, it came home to her. I was reading to our three-year-old daughter. We read to, read to her routinely, but I wasn't really reading. I was making up stories, stories that I knew, like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I just added drama to them. Fam, you're rewriting the classics? <laughs> He's out here. Rewriting the classics. Probably
1: ruining them. Janice in, in Wonderland. It's like, who is the, It's Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah, 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 That That's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> but this
0: new book, rompo and my daughter said, you're not reading it like mama. My wife heard me trying to read from a child's book, and that was the first time that it dawned on her. I had been asking her to do all this writing for me helping me write things for school. And then she finally realized how deep and severe this was. Damn. But nothing was said. There was no confrontation. She just carried on helping me get by. She's an enabler.
1: Yeah, isn't there a, a certain level of betrayal in that? Or no? Is I this, th- a, is this I, a white lie?
0: I feel like she just, at this point, they got a kid together. They've been married for X amount of years. She's like, what can we do?
1: That's a dark realization. She probably said, oh, you... I oh, really oh, out here not being able to read. When you said, oh. Y'all
0: see what we're saying about like how this is literally like adopted in plain sight, how wow. she's just, wait, what? Wow. Okay, all
1: you right, here like
0: we go, moving on. It didn't even, it didn't relieve anything because in my gut I felt dumb and I felt like a fake. I was deceitful. I was teaching my students to be seekers of truth and I was the biggest liar in the room. The relief only came... When I finally learned how to read, I taught high school from 1961 to 1978. Eight years after I quit my teaching job, something finally changed. I was 47 going on 48 when I saw Barbara Bush, then second lady of the U.S., talking about adult literacy on TV. It was her special cause. I'd never heard anybody talking about adult literacy before. I thought I was the only person in the world that this that that was in this situation. Now that, I can attest to. I know a lot of people who are going through things and think that they're the only person, whether mm-hmm. it be depression, whether it be abuse, whether it be an uh, uh, um, eating problem or eating disorder or adult literacy, but I, I will say that nowadays because of technology and the way that we are able to uh connect with people and and search anything on the internet that things are a lot easier to be sought out and also uh um you have a lot more options to avenues of help when it comes to certain things <clears throat> i was at a desperate spot in my life i wanted to tell somebody and i wanted to get help and one day at the grocery store i was standing in line and there were two women in front of me and they were talking about their adult brother who was going to the library he was learning to read and they were just filled with joy, full of joy, and I couldn't believe it. So one Friday afternoon, in my pinstripe suit, I walked into the library and asked to see the director of the literacy program, and I sat down with her, and I told her I couldn't
1: read. He's still embarrassed about it because he still had to add that pinstripe suit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Now maybe the devil's in the details. Uh, I don't really know what that, how that affects it, <laughs> <laughs> That was the second person in my adult life that I had ever told. Maybe that's why he said it, because he remembered everything. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. The second person in his life he ever told this so he remembers every detail about it. I had a volunteer tutor. She was 65 years old. She wasn't a teacher. She was just somebody who loved to read and didn't think anybody should go through life without knowing how to. One of the things that she taught me, uh, one of the things she had me do in the early stages was try to write because all of these thoughts in my mind, and I had never written a sentence. The first thing I wrote was a poem about my feelings. One of the things about poetry is that you don't have to know what a complete sentence is, and if you don't, and you don't have to write incomplete sentences. That's a very good. That's a very very true thing. Like I think that's a great way to help people along the way. Boy. Poetry. This is like you because in poems you don't have to have a complete sentence.
1: Why not? Oh, like haikus and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like haikus and stuff. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah,
0: so you don't have to write incomplete sentences. Oh, yeah, I guess that So is that's, a, that is a great way good, yeah. of thinking of Because the whole time I'm reading this, I'm thinking about how I would have fared as a teacher. I, I taught seventh grade science for three years. I'm like, right. how would I have done that if I couldn't read? Right. So I'm thinking about this the entire right. time. She got me to about sixth grade level reading. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. But it took me about seven years to feel like I was a literate person. I cried, I cried, and I cried, and I started learning to read. There was a lot of pain and a lot of frustration, but it filled a big hole in my soul. Adults who can't read are suspended in their childhoods, emotionally, psychologically, academically, spiritually. We haven't grown up yet. Listen, he was 48 before he learned how to begin to read. It took him seven years after 48. 55 before he learned to read. I I was encouraged to tell my story by my tutor to motivate others and promote literacy, but I said no way. I lived in this community for 17 years. My children are here. My wife is here. She's a professional. My parents are here. I'm not going to tell this story. Sir, you taught school for 17 years. People need to know because they might need to go Damn. get tested. They might be in <laughs> jobs that they not qualified for, tested. sir. What are you? Oh my God! All right, but eventually I decided I would. It was embarrassing secret. It was an embarrassing secret, and it was a shame based secret. So it was a big decision. It was. It wasn't easy, but once I made up my mind, I was going to tell my story. I told it all across America. I spoke to anybody that would listen. I guarded this secret for decades and then I blasted it to the world. I was on Larry King. I was on the ABC News Magazine show 2020 and I was on Oprah. It was uncomfortable for people to hear the story of the teacher who couldn't read. But some people said it was impossible and that I was making the whole story up. But I want people to know there's hope. There's a solution. We are not dumb. (sighs) We can learn to read. It's never too late. Unfortunately, we are still pushing children and teens throughout school. I'm saying through school without teaching them basic reading and writing school skills. But we can break this cycle of oh, failure. here he goes. If instead of blaming teachers, we make sure that they are properly trained. For 48 years, I was in the dark. But I finally got the monkey off my back. I finally buried
1: the ghost of my past. This guy is an asshole. Probably one of the biggest assholes I've read about in a long time. This story is not inspirational. So the fact that he tried to wrap it into an inspirational story, this would have been a very inspirational story if he wasn't a teacher. If he just was failed in school and then did all these cool things to get past school and then he got a job and just tried to make ends meet and just couldn't get it and then eventually he faced his fears and and learned to read, That's, that's, that's that's an inspirational story but putting off the actual hard work of learning it, like a lot of us did, and I know that we all, we all come from like different situations and stuff, but the fact of the matter is is that he put that off and then also opted into going into one of the most important jobs that our society has. Teachers are unsung heroes, they're leaders. Absolutely. So a good teacher and a bad teacher is the difference between a kid, you know, is his mental development. So the fact that you were in a classroom for 17 years and then you decide to pat your back afterwards, like, hey, I, I did it. Let me tell my story and get more attention. Asshole. I agree. And I just want people
0: to understand something. Like, <clears throat> there's two ways you can look at the story. Three, one, you could just read it and it just be entertaining. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Two, you could joke about it. You know, make jokes like, oh, Oh, that ain't late. But I feel like that's not It's not appropriate right here, right? Three, you can look at this for what it really is. This was a white man who breezed through the system. Mm-hmm. And I, I know y'all like, oh, it's always about race. Not always. Kinda. But this time, absolutely. Because there's no way possible a black man or a black woman would have been able to do that. Mm. Like, for 17 years. You have to overprove seven, shit. 17 years? And... It is very unfortunate that he didn't feel comfortable. It's very unfortunate that no one in his family noticed. It's very unfortunate that these teachers passed him along. It's very unfortunate that not only his friends in college and lovers in college and wife in life enabled him with this type of behavior, encouraged it by not checking it, but he was a teacher. He taught students. He prepared them. After the matriculation from high school to college, this was the man that they met. He said it himself. He's encouraging them to be seekers of truth, and he's lying.
1: That's crazy.
0: Not just to them, to the faculty. These are his teammates. You're lying to your teammates. You're lying to your principal. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to your family. Taught typing class. How do you do that? Bro, this <laughs> is, it is, it is, <sighs> Wow. It's devastating. There's it's no mind way. mind-boggling.
1: There's no way a kid had like a crazy experience in his class like educationally. Like man, that teacher really through. got me. Yes, absolutely. There's no, no way, way. And that that was a spot that could have been filled by somebody a teacher who was on top of their shit and could have changed a few lives. His his story was all about him. You know what I mean? Like every every turn of the story was about how he was doing it never addressed like even without reading i was able to get through to these kids or blah 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 it was all about him not getting caught and then at the end he was just like i didn't get caught we need to change this cycle break the cycle change the system adult literacy isn't a joke and it's like that was like not the main meat of the story (laughs) you being a teacher and being illiterate was the main draw i would say
0: 17 years guys
1: I also know he did not teach any um black classes cuz um oh they If would. he had if he had a class clown like oh I know several people that I went to high school with if can you imagine being the butting heads with a kid and then that kid finding out you can't oh,
0: read oh my god can Over. You, you can they wouldn't have something like this
1: Jerome, come write your name on the board.
0: You write my name on a board, sucker ass nigga.
1: All right, that's it for today, guys. You guys, can. <laughs> I think that's the bell. The bell don't dismiss you. I do.
0: Uh... <laughs> we only been here for five minutes. The bell don't dismiss you. He run the heart attack back. <laughs> Somebody call. Falls down, still clutching and looking up
1: with one eye. Are y'all still here? Y'all still here? Bro, he couldn't do roll call that is it. that you got you have to do that every day every day
0: that means that he had he had a student who was grading all his work mm-hmm. and this is this this is the the 60s of the 70s so that they, that grading all his work they're inputting all of his grades he mm-hmm. recognizes the numbers he said he was good at math but mm-hmm. he has to like just match the name up with, yeah. with the the score that the person put on the test right. for him and then put that in a grade book and then when it comes down to like, report course. Like, how are you even issuing these grades? What do you put...
1: No real grades. Nobody got an actual genuine grade. You got to come
0: been. to him so he can look up your
1: grade. You got uh, uh, 82? This is someone exactly. who broke into, broke into his college class with a knife broke into three the- days in a row. And, and low-key, the behavior didn't really change from him student to teacher. If you notice, he was like, when I was in high school, I had girls doing my, my, uh, my homework. And then it was like, man, I had TAs doing my homework. Then I had my wife helping me with all this stuff. And it's like, the extent that he went to, sitting down and learning how to read, there's no way that would have been harder than what he was actually doing day to day for 17 years. There's no way. And then he decided to read after he retired? So it was never about the kids. It was never about the kids. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. He needs a new watch. I just don't I'm helping don't, you with I, these transitions. I, 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 was, I was literally for the transition. center. I was like, how did you just
0: not even apply the time? Speaking of time,
1: <laughs> this guy needs a watch.
0: You guys should check out Venturo, okay? Right now they are offering 15% off site wide on all products. Okay. And free shipping on all products. Listen, guys. Let's go. Don't wait till the last minute. All right, y'all know the holidays are coming up, all right. Black Friday is tomorrow. All right. Let's let's keep it all the way above. Get on this now because the last thing you want to do is wait till the last minute. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do online shipping. I mean, online shopping. You got to think about that shipping, man. All right. When everybody's planning on doing the same thing, it's going to push some stuff back. So get Mm -hmm. on this now. All right. Watches are great gifts for, for, for ladies and mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Um, a watch should be something that you look forward to wearing every day. Ventura is dedicated to the craft. They put the time and the effort into crafting timepieces so that you can wear them day after day. Boom. Ventura creates exceptionally crafted, sustainably uh, made wa- modern watches at an affordable price. Yes. Okay? They offer free shipping, 30 day returns, and guarantee your watch for two years. This is why they have over two, I'm sorry, over 25, five-star reviews because you won't find a better-made watch for this good of a price anywhere else. That's dope. Anywhere else. Avoid the last minute of holiday stress and order your perfect gift online right now. There's mm-hmm. no code required. Again, no code required. It's just your Black discount. Friday. Yeah, your, your Black discount Friday. will be automatically applied at checkout. Everything on the site is on sale. I have to stress that because a lot of times, people are like, yo, we got this on sale, you can get up to such and such off. No, right now, everything on the site is 15% off. Woo! There's no discount code required. It's automatically applied to you at the checkout.
1: I'm getting okay? another watch. So and they listen, got sunglasses, wallets, and bracelets too.
0: Everything, everything, okay? If you find a perfect gift online, uh, nothing is exempt. Uh, no exclusions. This is also including the sunglass wa- wallets, and bracelet. There's nothing excluded. All you have to do is use our personal link, um, venturowatches.com/slash-scary. Okay. One more time. That's venturowatches.com/slash-scary. Again, no discount needed. 15% off. Uh, free shipping. 30-day returns. Two-year guarantee on your watch. Do it now. Venturowatches.com/slash Scary.
1: I gotta double up. Double up. I already gotta watch, but if they if they doing the sales.
2: Come on, bro. Let's get another one. Let's get let's a weekend run piece. Run it back. Weekend it.
1: piece. Yeah, man. Oh man. That that, that story story
0: That story's right? terrifying. First off, shout out to Sylvia, because Sylvia sent that to me. Uh Sylvia it's was terrifying um, like, I was uh I was I was trying to like when I was figuring out if I needed an assistant or somebody to post for me or something like that, she was she was someone that threw that hat in and it ended up not working out because Um, I got a team working on on the thing now, but she still keeps in contact with me. So shout out to Sylvia Cajon. She sent that story. She was like, hey, uh, I think this will be a great story for you. Um, Let me know what you think. That is insane. It was amazing.
1: I mean, like, (sighs) sending your child to school is becoming one of the most scariest things (laughs) Because it's like, it's already all the, the, the violence and the, the scary stuff in terms of that, but just when it comes down to just the basic education which you're hoping that they'll get. You mean to tell me, you, there's an oppor- there's a chance that the, your your child's teacher can't read or white, write. I, it's just getting to me. I'm starting to stumble <laughs> over myself. i <laughs> oh, reading white. It's like, oh God, how does, that says a lot more about the school than anything else. People try to make it seem like it's impressive. like. Like it's almost like Dexter How he was a serial killer Working for the Miami PD And I'm like that Bro. says more about the police department Like right. y'all suck
0: <laughs> All of these years it's been him like, y'all suck. I was watching the first I think I got to like the second season Maybe I want to like the second episode of the second season I just was like alright
1: you know what This is kind of wild I love that show but his sister was a police officer They yeah. <laughs> hung out every day and talked about him <laughs> Hey you catch that uh, killer yet? <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous oh. uh, Ridiculous Well, anyway. Luckily I have a couple more ridiculous stories um, to maybe uh make you laugh or uh, feel better about your own Thanksgiving, because people people be going through it around this time yes. of year. Yes. Um, this these stories are quick and quick and funny. Um, this one isn't the worst. It's just probably one of the most embarrassing. Um, so this is somebody named Castell W. Um, who was invited to a friend's house. And she said, um, I was told I didn't need to make anything, but I decided to make a pan of cheesy potatoes with basic processed Velveeta cheese. Um, that's, a, I mean, that's an interesting dish to bring if nobody, if they said don't bring anything.
0: I mean, yeah, it is, but I mean, who doesn't like cheesy potatoes?
1: It's though? still, it's still very thoughtful, yeah. right? When I arrived, I forgot that her husband was a chef of a high-end Michelin-starred restaurant.
0: Oh, baby girl.
1: All the guests were his chef friends, (laughs) 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 and the spread was gourmet.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Here's the worst part. (laughs) They laughed when they saw my potatoes and said, we'll give this to the kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving.
1: Give me a plate to go.
2: (laughs) Listen, I would
0: have had to just walk. I would have leaned into it. I was like, you know what? I get it. I get it. Go ahead and do that At least somebody's eating I'm gonna get a little bit Because I'm a fan of it But I am looking <laughs> forward To you guys Food
1: But I'm, yes please I'm throwing it away In front of them
0: Well listen Here's the thing If she found If she remembered In the car Like on the way there Oh
1: yeah Don't make it appear. Why would
0: you even Bring it in why yeah. Was, yeah But if you remember When they you walked in the house Like yeah you know I work at such a time
1: oh. Nah she walked in and smelled she, she, she That smell hit her Listen
0: All of them had the hats on <laughs> <laughs>
1: They all had the little button thing
0: <laughs> Low key, fun fact, uh, you know the hat that a chef wears? Mm-hmm. It's called a toque.
1: Uh, T-O-A-K?
0: T-O-K-E, I think.
1: Why? It's called oh, a toque. T-O-Q-U-E.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It's called a toque, and it has 100 folds in it. Whoa, why? Each fold represents a way that you can cook an egg. So uh, there are a hundred different ways that you could cook an egg. Random fact, whoa, that I just know, and I don't know why.
1: That's a that's interesting. I did not know. Um, it's called the toque blanche in culinary. Yeah. A toque blanche. Okay, hundred folds. I didn't know you could cook eggs that many ways. I I thought there was eight. <laughs> Scrambled, <laughs> sunny side up, fried, poached, poached, boiled. Deviled, is that one of them? <laughs> I don't that's, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Oh no no no! I gotta tell this one second. This story <laughs> it's second. A deviled. What <laughs> um, <laughs> the fuck
0: is
2: wrong?
1: <laughs> um, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Calm down, <laughs> bitch. It's seven in the morning. <laughs> The next story is further proof you cannot eat at everybody's house. Um, This is a story called Uncle Bob. This is from Robin McCutcheon in Oxford, Ohio. Uh, She said, I spent my first Thanksgiving with my husband in his Irish-Italian neighborhood in New York City. As a newcomer, I was placed in charge of boiling 15 pounds of potatoes. When they were ready, I picked up the pan and surveyed the crowded kitchen for a sink in which to drain them. My husband's elderly h- Uncle Bob guided me to a small half-bathroom and grabbed the steaming pot. Uh, he started to drain the potatoes into the toilet, but he lost his grip on the lid, and all the potatoes tumbled in to the toilet. I screamed, oh no, but Uncle Bob began fishing the potatoes out of the toilet. No one will ever know, he whispered. Now just go out there and mash them. Sometime later during the meal, my husband's aunt Tot leaned over and whispered, Your potatoes are delicious. I think you're going to fit into this family quite nicely. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't even realize in the beginning this was like her audition for this family. <laughs> Toilet taters. Toilet taters. That's it's really funny. Yo. Up. <laughs>
0: Woo! Oh my God. Yo.
1: That's bad.
0: I wonder when she can't cling to her husband about it.
1: It would have to be, like, years later to the point where it's like. Because if you do it that night, you'll be like, fam. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I don't I mean,
0: know. But Uncle Bob told her to do it. She was like, no, we got to throw this away. She's like, no, Bob wouldn't let me do it. That, I would, it would be all on Bob.
1: The elderly Uncle Bob? I mean, I don't know. With is an old is a I old, respect the Is the old person saying something enough for you to. Mashed toilet and,
0: potatoes? In that type of fan like I was I was uh I was on set yesterday and I'm getting makeup done and this lady behind me with another makeup artist and she was showing her pictures of a baby and she was like, Oh, the girl's like, Yeah, yeah, she's just running crazy. She's like, Yeah, she's a lot of work. She's like, Yeah, hey, you and your husband do a good job She's like, ah. Uh. Me and my mom. She's like, Why your husband don't help? She was like, He's traditional Armenian. He they don't they don't help with that. You know, he grew up seeing his father like that. And help he with d- what? The kid. Raising. Oh, literally raising? Nothing. I no don't get No changing of the diapers, no feeding, no picking up when the baby's crying. That's all the mom and the mother's mom raising the kid. I didn't know that very traditional army. Is that just
1: for babies or just even when they're adults like nah. Eh.
0: I, I, I mean I, I think it's just with the ba- it's the mothers tend to all the household stuff it's mm-hmm. what I've been privy to okay. like like you know living amongst There's a couple Armenians. cultures that that's the yeah. tradition but yeah. like super like like old school like that and right. so I don't know how it is in Italian families but like the old people be having to say so, like Uncle Bob say you leave them motherfuckers, you just go mash them bitches up. You I just see go what you mean. Some up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like it's a hierarchy there, like, and he's an elder. Hey, man. Her name was Uncle also Bob.
1: her name was also uh, Castel. So there's that. I think Uncle Bob was just a traditionally regular white dude, <laughs> but but who knows. One no. of
0: the things, nah, because they said he was, she was chilling with her her husband's Italian, Irish. Oh, that's family. right.
1: Castell was the last story. This is Robin Mick. Listen, Cuchin.
0: only thing I would have been looking forward to watching that that Irish is drinking, because I that's one of the things I am definitely gonna do. All right. This Indigenous Day, I'm gonna get a little a litty. It's lit- gonna lit- be lit- a lituation. Uh, but I'm so excited that I've already ordered my re-up, uh, my D H M. Same. Got that 30 pack coming right now. You got the 30? I got the 30, my I got boy. the 30. I used,
1: my, uh, I used our discount, too.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> got the 30 back.
0: And right now, they have a special Black Friday sale, 30% off this week only. Okay? we've You've heard us rant and rave mm-hmm. and sing the praises. High from the mountaintop about DHM. Okay? DHM Detox is... A godsend for your boy. Because, like I said, on certain days, mm-hmm. I get lit and it's a good time. I ain't going nowhere. I'm at. in the privacy of my own home. I. Have a great time. Yeah, No Days Wasted is here to help you maximize life's moments. Mm DHM Detox is the vitamin for people who like to enjoy their drinks. People like more. Enjoy your holiday drinks this year and get back to doing what you love to do the next day without feeling awful. Forget the Sunday scaries and that feeling like garbage. Just take two capsules at... Capsules after your first couple drinks, <laughs> and then it goes to work. Sunday scares, um, I like that. <laughs> Tens and thousands of people are using DHM Detox as their drinking buddy. Um, DHM Detox uses science to help boost the body's natural response to alcohol and help break mm-hmm. down those toxins. It's a perfect stocking stuffer or gift for your friends, family, and even yourself. Remember, holiday drinking season is up on us. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be happy about it, so stay prepared for all the festivities, so you don't have to struggle through the next day. DHM Detox offers risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, now is the time. And like I said, now you can get 30% off your first order Ooh. and free shipping in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Just head over to NoDaysWasted.co. That's co. Slash DIYS30 and use the promo code DIYS30 at checkout. Again, mm-hmm. that's nodayswasted.co.co slash DIYS and use the promo code DIYS30 mm-hmm. this week only for 30% off. Okay, 30% off. You guys do this now,
1: you will not regret it. It's really one of those things you have to experience to believe, mm-hmm. you know? So I know you, if, even if you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know about that as a, as a, as a, as a gift or something like that, mm-hmm. trust us, trust us. It's trust really us one towards. of those things you have to experience to, to believe because if you give it to somebody and they, like they say, don't have any Sunday scaries the next day after drinking, mm-hmm. they will be a believer, much like us.
0: And, and because you guys are seeing this on the Thursday right now, this week is almost over, so don't wait. Do that today. Do it right mm-hmm. now. Get your 30% off. Don't sleep on this because I was mad when I ran out and I was going to the cabinet looking for it. I was like,
1: damn, a lot of it. I Don't be popular. like me.
0: Go grab your, your sum
1: right now. Get 30% off. All right. That was, uh, that would, okay. So we have a couple more horror stories. I want to do the wheelchair one. All right. So, <laughs> uh, this was, uh, This is an interesting story because it's called Someone's Aunt Almost Crashed Down the Wheelchair Ramp. Uh, It says, we hosted Thanksgiving at my house one year. Uh, This is submitted by Sierra A. Um, And our dining room is on the second floor of the house. My aunt was in a wheelchair at the time and we didn't know what to do since she couldn't get up the stairs, so we built a ramp for her. We went to the store and bought all this wood and ended up really building a solid ramp. When the day came, we realized the staircase ramp was too steep no tests uh my aunt was on the heavier side so it took a lot of effort to push her up because it was so steep when she was nearly at the top we lost control and she nearly came crashing down it was a whole fiasco long story short we got her up the stairs eventually and now it's just a funny memory Um, another horror story which is something i always say you should never do on thanksgiving is experiment With the cooking
0: That should be like a rule number You know what, fuck it, I'm doing a video
1: I'm doing a (laughs) video next week 10 things to not do for Thanksgiving Yes, do not experiment And put the whole, okay This was in the 80s, said uh, This is by a girl named Zelda B Uh, In the 1980s, my mother went through An experimental cooking phase One Thanksgiving, she served a French Cassoulet du midi As a side dish If I heard that's On the menu, I'm probably not gonna come I'm not Uh, not messing with that at all The stuff was gray And about the consistency of cement Made with some kind of beans Well, she
0: made gravy What
1: is that? Why would you? Okay, my (laughs) sister's boyfriend had a large portion But then later in the meal He threw up all over the dining room Not even excuse himself Blah And this was the boyfriend The table, chairs, china, cabinet, and people It took a couple hours to clean And the carpet had to be professionally cleaned wasn't funny at the time But we laughed about it And that boyfriend For years afterward I don't blame the boyfriend That is 100% Zelda and her mother's fault You don't serve Cement Casole du Midi For the first time On Thanksgiving That throw up Was an honest review That was your honest well, Yelp review um, A couple hours to clean up You know how much Throw up <laughs> it, was, it was exorcist Just Projectile Man, okay. All right. Here's another thing you could add to your list. Uh, someone forgot to clean the turkey. So this was by uh, Min John seventy. uh out here doing. He literally <laughs> had to, he he had to say make sure to take the guts out of the turkey before oh, serving come it.
0: Come on, fam. We
1: had Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house once, and they served it with all the guts inside. That's um. That's a lot. Uh, this is uh, this is um, another reason why you shouldn't uh, get uh, Thanksgiving at anybody's house. Um, this is submitted by Bassareth on Reddit. My grandmother ran out of counter space, so she took out the turkey on the tray, looked around, and put it on the ground for like three seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my mama. I'll push your grandma down.
1: The turkey!
0: Oh mama's I'm pushing. I'm too in
1: Bill, the fuck wrong with you
0: Jezebel.
1: Now she also has a dog, Roscoe. Oh come on, bro. Who had been following her all day. Earlier she tossed him a turkey giblet, and I guess that didn't sit well with him. He defecated all over my grandma's leg, the floor, and yep the freshly cooked turkey in one explosive two-second blast of fiery diarrhea wait so grandma sat it down for three
0: seconds one second into it the dog shit it for two seconds
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is he was in and out he was like here's my chair he was a he he was a thief and that was like some gone in 60 seconds type shit And, well, three seconds But what the crazy thing is Is that he got the turkey giblet Got sick And was like I'm gonna get this bitch (laughs) (laughs) Put it down Bop, bop, bop Three He got a, a, a three kill And it said they all crammed into a car And went to the only Mexican restaurant in town Um, I wouldn't let the grandma go I feel like it's only it's she only right. She need
0: to eat that chicken, that she turkey. She need to eat
1: that shitty turkey. you, 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 you like that
0: dog. i ain't been following you all. You and that dog will eat that that turkey together. you don't know how to act. Sitting the goddamn turkey. There's so many other places you could have set it on top of the refrigerator. You could have pulled it out of the oven. Ovens have trays. So many other places. You could have set it on the oven door. while you pulled it out?
1: So many other Ooh, places
0: Eartha, Eartha!
1: Eartha? Oh, I just gave her an old I feel thing. like that's not That's <sighs> probably not too far off That's the funny part Um, Couple more There is a uh, A turkey explosion I guess um, This is uh, by on Reddit it Said my Thanksgiving horror story only involving My brand new BRZ And about a half gallon of raw Turkey juice now Turkey juice smells terrible, and when it ruins a car, that car is damn near done. You just mm-hmm. gotta drive it off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> but um, said uh, he, they, they bought a 2017 BRZ, which was their dream car. Uh, last night, the wife and I decided to go do some last minute shopping for Thanksgiving. Stupidly, I decided to take my car. One item we brought was the pre-brined turkeys from Trader Joe's. It was basically a big raw turkey floating in a bag uh, with about a half gallon of briny, salty turkey juice. I don't know why you would pack into your brand new car, but okay. So we get home and I go to get the grocery bags and and uh, noticed with some shock that there was a fluid all over the trunk. At first I thought it was a bottle of carbonated water which had spilled, no big deal. Uh, then with horror and a rising sense of panic, I realized that the turkey bag had ruptured and the trunk of the car was covered in about a half gallon of smelly, sticky turkey juice. Uh, he grabbed the shop vac and vacuumed up and tried to vacuum the flu- as much fluid up uh, and several rolls of paper towels, then wiped down all the surfaces for about 20 minutes and repeated this about 20 times. Unfortunately, um, all the stores had been closed for Thanksgiving, and he had to just do w- what he could. So he spread uh, baking soda and vacuumed that up a few times. Um... So that was the yeah that that pretty much ruined the car and the no, the the odor did not go anywhere. <laughs> I, I first of all I don't agree to buying a bag with a floating turkey in it. That's that's weird. I feel like that should be done at the house. I don't know who did this, Brian. But um, so he 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 he, he took bought that your out. car. He what? He bought your car. What? This is the BRZ. Oh yeah, I got the FRS, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like it's basically the same, same build. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he, he he fucked it up.
0: I was like, "What is this car? That that's his dream
1: car." And I was like, "Oh,
0: <laughs> he had the car. BRZ."
1: I almost got the BRZ. Um, all right, last last one is probably my favorite. This is a uh, some a family that had a Thanksgiving curse that went six years strong. Um, this is by J Doc. One, um, some numbers. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) Uh, He said, my family can't have Thanksgiving dinner because every time we do, something bad happens. In year one, my mom dropped a frozen turkey on her finger and had to have surgery. That is the most Thanksgiving-specific accident ever.
2: How did she drop?
1: She dropped a frozen turkey on her finger and probably broke it or sprained it
0: Right, but I'm thinking, you know what, I'm thinking she dropped it with the, from the other hand It could have just <laughs> Like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, like, I don't get I, it Why would Cause she you do need that? to. that? Yeah. You
1: need two hands Um. But uh, year two, the rolls started a fire and almost burned the house down I don't, who's burning rolls? Year three, a neighbor backs into uh, my parked car and totals it I think that was just a hit. No, year four, to, prefer, to prepare for emergency dental surgery scheduled for the Monday after Thanksgiving, I had to take antibiotics. I woke up on Thanksgiving and threw up all over the living room carpet at my mom's house. Uh, year five, my grandma, who spent every Thanksgiving that I can remember with us, dies. That was just the, it, it, rolls catching on fire, neighbor hit my car, my grandmother dies on Thanksgiving. Uh, And then this year, my mom had to have an emergency surgery last Friday. So instead of having Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow, we are having it Wednesday night. That was not that crazy, but I hope she's okay. Um, I thought this was—I saw the rolls on fire. I thought the rest were going to be funnier. (laughs) That was just an actual, really bad curse for Thanksgiving. His mama need to be under supervision.
0: Every every couple years, she's doing something ridiculous, man. His mama need to be watched, man. She out here wilding out. Mm -hmm. She probably put the rolls in the oven.
1: It's crazy. There, I, I, I even read one that um, somebody um, opened their turkey on the day of, and the shit still had feathers on it.
2: Oh, come <laughs> on. Jesus Christ. Read you some Thanksgiving
1: fails. They're actually pretty cool, and it, it's going to make your Thanksgiving better because it's like, I mean. It could be worse. It could be worse. Could, a turkey could have exploded in my brand new car. <sighs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> hope you have a fantastic oh, day. Actually, happy Indigenous Day. Right. Okay, happy Indigenous Day to all you guys out there. Mm -hmm. I hope you are spending it with friends and family and loved ones, and you're full, and you're married, and if you got you some DHM, you're sitting on some rack. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been to hear more.
1: I am Patrick Cloud. Thank
0: you. And we will see you next week on another episode of Damn, Internet. You scared. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Indigenous Day. Indigenous Day.